And there we go. It is a Friday, the weekend right around the corner. Looks like it's going to be okay. Thank goodness it's uh, fairly warm this uh, Friday morning. 41 degrees here at the radio station. It's raining outside. Well, that's better than saying the other thing it could be doing outside. But as best I can see up in the mountains here this morning, uh, it's warm, uh, fairly, fairly high up in elevation. Not seeing a lot of, not seeing snow in the mountains. So, just be careful if you are uh, coming to town. It's you know, gonna be wet, but no snow or slush to deal with. Experience, technology, satisfaction, a written warranty, and over 30 years experience. That's what makes Davis Auto Rebuild stand out from the rest. At Davis Auto Rebuild, customers are our number one priority, and we realize how difficult it is to be without your vehicle. So we make it easier for you with loaner and rental cars, and also help with your insurance claims. Call Davis Auto Rebuild at 684-3137 or stop in at 1175 South Main in Colville and see the Davis Auto Rebuild difference. Well, for about two years now, some people thought maybe I was totally off my rocker. We've been talking about the government taking their big boot and stomping on your individual rights. The governor, in his nearly two-year now issuance of emergency orders, set October the 18th as the deadline for people to be vaccinated. Earlier, I had talked about how Head Start had closed. Well, almost immediately, Rural Resources decided, oh, Head Start is opening again. But that was just the tip of that huge iceberg. We had uh, folks from Rural Resources here at the radio station yesterday. Every department was represented, uh, represented uh, with the exception of one. Talking about how they had been... I'm going to use the word that that was criticized for using the other day. They were fired. Why I say they are fired is as soon as they were, according to Rural Resources, laid off. Well, they were fired, and part of that firing is their job position becomes open. To anyone who is vaccinated. Rural Resources is a huge organization here in the community. They do a lot of good. 
in some instances. They also aren't always in the least bit in touch with the community. This is one of those examples. And I'm really glad that the people that have been terminated from rural resources, it's just a small group of them uh, we were able to record yesterday. They are taking a stand wanting the community to know they were terminated, how they were terminated, and the total refusal by the Rural Resources Board to even consider their situation. Let's start off with uh, the first group here, the explaining what's going on at Rural Resources. We are a whole bunch of laid off employees from Rural Resources, and we are here today to clarify some things that was put out in the public that is not correct. We are here to represent our community of seven counties that Rural Resources has their hands in providing services for. We are laid off employees. We all had either medical or religion exemptions, and we were all laid off, and there's more coming. Last count we have heard is 60 through Rural Resources, but there has been other departments that has not done their layoffs yet. And some of the departments that are here today to represent the layoff employees is Early Childhood, CLC, and Victim Services, and Housing. Victim Services, we were told in our layoff letters, it says because of the CDC, because of the mandates, but we have gotten tons of different answers <laughs> in regards to that. So there is no exact answer because every department, as we've talked over time, we've all been told different things. So I'm just going to go off of what my letter says is the CDC mandates. It says that they thanked us for our work together and... After reviewing our request, our discussion, and additional time evaluating Pacifics of the agency, division, and position, not to mention the staff, clients, residents, children, families, communities that we serve, we are unable to find reasonable accommodations which will allow the performance of the essential functions of your position and not create an undue hardship to our agency. Now we're coming together as laid off staff to let you know it's not just Head Start. It's victim services, it's housing, it's CLC, transportation. transportation. It's more to come. We don't know all the departments because we've all been separate entities. We're not allowed to work together even though we are community action. We are supposed to work together. We're supposed to help each other out and that hasn't happened. And so we've come together as these few departments right now to express we're all here for you guys still even though we're not working and we want you to know so we want people to come out and support the freedom rally next week all week monday through friday from 9 to 11 in colville at the roundabout and on the sidewalks it's going to be a peaceful rally but we want people to know we're here to support you and we need support too like we've all worked for you guys and when we want to still help you but we don't have jobs to help you so Reach out to the board members. You can go to the Rural Resources website. All of the board members are on there. Reach out to Donna, because we're here with documentations. 
of what happened to us and why we were gone. We're making the community aware of the truth of what's going on so that way we can band together, work together to change this culture that one person has deemed her job is to lay everybody off and not recognize any exemptions for no reason at all. This is the only way we know to continue to support the people and we're asking now for you if you've had children in Head Start, children in ECAP, if you've been to victim services, if you've got benefit from housing or CLC, anything, if you have family members, friends, Let's all band together and support this, that we have to stop this and we have to realize it's our right, it's our choice, and we support them in the same. And if we don't fight, they will take our rights from us. So, you know, this is the best thing we know how to do is to come together as a community to say, no, we're not going to be forced to take anything. And there should never be government a saying, you have to take a shot or you don't get to work. Never in my lifetime has that ever been done, and nor should it be. And, you know, our forefathers came, fought for our land, fought for our freedoms. They laid down their lives. Here we are. We're going to stand. We don't have jobs, but we're going to stand for our rights. It says, I have submitted an exemption request for an accommodation. I have met with HR and my supervisor to begin the process. The next step is a second meeting with HR and your supervisor to discuss an accommodation that can be provided. These meetings are expected. They were supposed to happen last week. If the accommodations can be provided, you'll be notified of what that is and how often it was, which they weren't. And if it cannot be provided, you will be placed on unpaid leave starting October 18th for a maximum of six months at which time you can either become vaccinated or wait to see if the mandate is lifted. Your position will be considered vacated and open for hire. If you become vaccinated and your position is still available, you can be reinstated. All right. This is what happens when the government begins stomping on your rights. In the first place, there should have been no requirement to receive an exemption. You should never have been required to get a vaccine to continue work. There's a lot more coming up, a lot more discussion. We'll do that coming right up. You need something that will sparkle. You need something that will shine. A peaceful place to rest your heart. And leave the crazy pace behind You need a place that is inviting And a space to call your own Sandra's Furniture Store Making houses into homes The first couple stories that uh, I had done only dealt with the Head Start program and The reason I dealt with that, and I actually, I did not know it was as widespread that the layoffs were coming at Rural Resources until these uh, former employees stepped forward. But families were calling me wondering what they were going to do. They get a phone call that says Head Start's not going to be happening anymore, uh, More or less, uh, good luck. Uh, You've got to find child care or got to do something uh, because your kids can't come to Head Start anymore. That's why I did uh, the stories about uh, the Head Start program. But uh, this Rural Resources 
If you aren't vaccinated, you're out of here is really widespread. And this is just the beginning. It doesn't even, the mandate doesn't go into effect until this coming Monday. Here's more about the rural resource layoffs. What are the accommodations that they cannot make for you? We don't know. You? They never told us. <laughs> they they never nobody told us. Basically, what we were given is I was on October 1st at 1030 in the morning. I was given a paper because I was told until the 15th that I was able to work. And then on the 1st, I was told that they were letting me go that day and I needed to get my office packed up and leave. And I asked them what happened from today versus the 15th. Well, we made a decision and Donna was gone. So it was a guy named Ryan that is part of housing that they all decided to make this decision. And she got hers through email. That wasn't even a work email. She wasn't even working. 220 people are supposedly the number for the people that are working there. I was told over 70 people had applied for exemptions, but the number that we're hearing is that 60. And then there's more people that are being laid off tomorrow, today, who knows? Basically, because of it being, uh, the early learning department being our schools, it really was coming out that there was no other way that they could accommodate these medical or religious exemptions to keep the kids safe. However, it has spread to all of the other departments and they do have staff that did get the vaccine that ended up getting COVID. So we've got public schools right now that have the medical exemptions that have the religious exemptions and they are being accommodated. Mm-hmm. You, Police departments, yeah. sheriff's departments, fire hospitals. departments. It's not just the schools, even the hospitals. Providence is making these accommodations and these employees were not even offered accommodation. There are several people who could be working from home in their position that were not even offered that opportunity. Yes, during the pandemic, we worked from home. Yeah. For, you know, we did it all at we, home and in yeah. Zoom meetings and phones, but now they can't accommodate us. Yeah. This is definitely a political thing. We have contacted two of the board members, Matt, he's the chairman of the governing board, and Mark. And Mark said that he was not aware of this was going on. And then that he told us- exemptions weren't being met. And then he said to contact Matt. So we contacted Matt and- And Matt has said the board has not reached out to him to have an emergency meeting. And there is a CEO at the company doing her job and following the mandates. And there is no reason to have an emergency board meeting that one person has reached out per email and has emailed the entire board and none of the board responded to it. So I flat out said, so you're telling me you will not have an emergency board meeting. He said, yes, I am not having an emergency board meeting. There is no need for it. You can't make something a law that is not actually a law. So that's something that they need to understand. And I think everybody for us as a community need to understand to be able to fight back. So that's important. I am calling upon our community to get in contact with the board members of Rural Resources and demand an emergency board meeting. Not having medical and religious exemptions being accepted is against the law. If somebody medically cannot get a vaccine, you cannot fire them. Okay, so go ahead and get this vaccine or you're gonna lose your job. But if you die, sorry, it's It's not not responsible for it. 
they're not going to be responsible for it. Some of us are single parents. Mm -hmm. Some of us are just single incomes. So if I die or, you know, she dies, who's going to take care of her kids because our employer forced us to go and do this? This already happened in history. People need to understand this. Mm -hmm. And there's the Civil Rights Law of 1964 and other laws, U.S. and Washington State U.S. constitutional laws. There's all kinds of laws that protect us from this. And these guys need to realize what they are doing is extremely wrong. Stand up for your rights. Stand up for your communities. We have all served our communities. We're asking our communities to help us help them. Right. We have a protest, peaceful protest, on Monday, and we want to see everybody there. Everybody who has been touched by rural resources, everybody who has gotten any help from any of us. We need your help now. Yep. We want to support you guys because this isn't just going to stop here. We want to support everybody in the community who is facing what we are facing at this point because we all need to stand united together. And nothing's going to change if we don't work together. Everybody can say it behind closed doors and stuff, but now it's getting real. You're going to lose services. You know, we're here fighting for your rights. Our job as advocates is to teach you guys to advocate for yourself, for your kids, for your grandkids. So we're here today to advocate for you guys and to be that role model that we ask for you guys to be in the community. And we're asking you now to support us as well. Yes. All right. couple of issues. One. There should be no accommodations necessary. The first step of this whole fiasco was accepting that Governor Jay Inslee can issue an emergency order for a a so-called emergency requiring the vaccines. If we were not under a governor's emergency order for the vaccines, these people would have jobs and would not have to be begging for accommodations. That was the first step. The second step, what a conflict of interest Chairman of Rural Resources Board, the mat that they are talking about, none other than Northeast Tri-County Health Administrator Matt Schantz. The one that tells us every day, get the vaccine, get the vaccine, get the vaccine. You're going to kill grandma if you don't get the vaccine. No wonder he doesn't want to call a special meeting for rural resources. We've got more coming up. Hello, my name is Dr. Robert Gum, your Stevens County, Lincoln, Ferry, Pondre County Veteran Service Officer. I am here to assist our heroic veterans with their hard-earned, well-deserved federal, state, and local benefits, including reservists and National Guard and their family members. If you need to make an appointment with me, please call me at my work cell at 509-690-2949. Now, by the greatest John Wayne. You ask me why I love her? Give me time. I'll explain. You've seen a Kansas sunset or an Arizona rain or heard the bellow of a diesel at the Appalachia mines? Does the call of the Niagara thrill you when you hear her waters roar? 
look with awe and wonder at Massachusetts shore where men who braved a hard new world first stepped on Plymouth's rock. Have you seen a snowflake drifting in the Rockies way up high? You hail to the Columbia as she rushes to the sea or bow your head at Gettysburg our struggle to be free? Have you seen the mighty Tetons? You watched an eagle soar. From Alaska's cold to the Everglades, from the Rio Grande to Maine, my heart cries out, my pulse runs fast, the might of her domain. You ask me why I love her? I have a million reasons why. My beautiful America, beneath God's wide, wide sky. serve our heroic veterans, the men and women who love America to the point of putting their lives in the line for her and for her defense and to honor their oath. God bless them. America. What have we become? Now it is hitting right here in our local community. And I really I still absolutely believe that Stevens County does not believe that the governor or the government has the right to say what you put in your body. Getting that vaccine is a personal choice. But people working particularly at rural resources, are having to make the choice, be coerced into getting a vaccine that they don't want, or not having a job. Reality, we have to find jobs, too. We have bills we have to pay. Rural resources didn't support us, so... They're putting us out on the street when you think about it. Yeah, we have homes and kids and families, but we don't have an income. How are we going to pay our bills? Winter's coming. No medical. Some of us have medical things. Yeah. If you get fired for not having the vaccine, you can't get unemployment either. Right. So they're just basically telling all of these employees to, well, there you go. There's the road. You don't have to work for us anymore. You can't work for us anymore. Good luck living. Because some of the accommodations that I said I was willing to do was weekly testing. I said I was willing to track my temperature daily on a record. I said I was willing to disclose to my families that I am unvaccinated and create a form for them to say, I'm okay with sending my child there or not. That way the liability would be off of rural resources and not on them anymore if a family did get sick and wanted to come after us. Well, you signed this document saying you were okay with this. This isn't on us. And those accommodations could not be met. They were never even discussed. I mean, those were things they threw out as, how could you accommodate us more? What could you do that you're not doing already? So, I mean, they didn't even say, okay, so we looked at these other things, options you said you could do. None of that ever came up. There was no discussion. No discussion. It was a letter and you're done. The governing board. Matt Shantz is the chair president from Northeast Tri-County Health District. Dorothy Noss is the governing board secretary. She's from the city of Tuila. 
Arnold Shelton, he's the finance committee chair from Washington Federal Bank. Greg Young, he's planning committee chair from Stevens County Board of Commissioners. Mark Stedman, he's Head Start committee chair, Lincoln County Board of Commissioners. Teresa Brooks, she's from New Alliance Counseling Services. Pete Lewis, he used to be the superintendent for Colville School District, not anymore as of July 1st. Joni Matter, Early Childhood Education. Eric Powell, Head Start Policy Council. Nathan Davis, Ferry County Board of Commissioners. Haley Burdick, she's a youth representative. Fran Besserman, Administrative Committee Chair, Aging and Long-Term Care of Eastern Washington. Deborah Hansen, Tri-County Economic Development District. Chris Fox, Town of Marcus. And Brian Smiley, Ponderé County Board of Commissioners. We requested a meeting and they told us that there was not a need for one at this time. Yeah. I was told by the board chairman, Matt Schantz, that Donna Moulton had already met with the board to discuss these things. And they don't have another meeting until December. That's why we're trying to get an emergency meeting. And according to Matt, no one has shown any interest. I do know that Mark Stedman has been contacted and he's the head of the Head Start Committee. So I'm sure that he's mentioned it at least to him. So I, I don't actually believe that Matt is making the effort that is actually being requested to get that board meeting. Donna does everything. She is calling the shots. Yes. Yeah. Donna is the one that all the information that we have in documentation, it is Donna that has called the shots on this. And in the email that we have that is from the board from Matt, basically she said that she gave everybody the opportunity to find other positions and she did everything that she needed to and talked about Inslee's proclamation and all that. And none of that is true. Because if it was true, then we wouldn't be sitting here and saying that this is not true. If we go yes. back yeah. to the governing board for a minute. Yeah. On the governing board policies and procedures, it says, Special meetings of the governing board may be called by the chairperson or upon the written request of three members of the governing board. So it's not only in Matt's hands. If we can get three other board members to say, yes, you're right, this does need to be addressed, these people need to be heard, and we need to see what we can do to help continue to support our families and our community, then they can call it. Yep. I have reached out to several, and I have gotten no response despite repeated emails. And... I know that they're seeing other emails because <laughs> I have been hearing that. So they're checking them. They're just not responding. Well, and Mark is the only one that we talked to that he didn't know that certain things were happening. Before we all got laid off, this whole vaccination thing in the office was getting very tense because the people who were vaccinated kept asking. You don't have the right to ask people what their vaccination status is. That's just like us going to a client. That's breaking confidentiality because that's like going and talking to some without a release form from a client or a family that we work with. So it's twofolded. And this is the thing that we've been seeing all over is if you're vaccinated, you know, you're all good. Even in our meetings, it's pushing vaccines, pushing vaccines. You got to give us your cards. You got to do all this. Rural Resources is a community action place yeah. and they're causing discrimination against okay. the vaccinated and unvaccinated. Yeah. It's racism. We stand for everybody's rights. We stand for their own choice. But here again, they are not supporting the unvaccinated. They're trying to turn them against everybody. Well, it has hit home. 
It came from an organization. I, I, I expect a big fallout from this governor's vaccination order here in the community. But uh, rural resources wasn't at the top of my uh, expectations. But that is where it has hit home first. Rural resources laying off 60 people because they refuse to get vaccinated. They will be meeting Monday at uh, the roundabout. They will now be meeting near the roundabout all week long because... Now, I don't know, as far as I can figure out, this coming Monday is not a holiday of any sort, at least not on my calendar, but Rural Resources is going to be closed on Monday. Everyone apparently has been told to work from home on Monday. wonder if that has anything to do with the protest that is planned for Monday. All right, Monday morning. I don't care if it's raining, snowing, or beautiful sunshine. It would be wonderful to show the county, in particular, the three county commissioners and the commissioner that is on the Rural Resources Board of Directors what this community thinks of firing at least 60 people because they didn't want vaccinated. Turnout, oh, it would be wonderful to see hundreds of people. I'm sure that there is a different opinion from the folks at Rural Resources and we would certainly welcome their comment on this because, again, everything pretty much has two sides. But uh, we have become a nation right now with the vaccine of those vaccinated versus those unvaccinated. You know, it used to be your health records, your your uh, status of, you know, what what things you take from your doctor and things like that were confidential, but we've kind of thrown everything out the window with this uh, vaccine issue. And a lot of people are now very concerned about it. Uh, governor Inslee, he's not giving up. No, yesterday the governor announced if a indoor event is going to have a thousand people they can't let anybody in without checking your papers that's where we're at you got to be vaccinated or show them your papers that you've had a covid test within the last 72 hours and that's about worthless anyway um anybody 12 or older uh, but, but it doesn't apply. If you're going to be in a K-12 school, they're exempt from the order. But just K-12. A college building, COVID gets in through the doors, probably cracks in the windows. 
But uh, K-12, it's okay. You can have over 1,000 people there, and you don't have to check their papers. Well, that's where we are at. I will be down there Monday morning. I hope to see hundreds of other people. Rural resources, they don't want to know about it. Everybody's been told to work from home. Don't come to the office on Monday. When your vehicle is involved in an accident, you want collision repair performed by highly trained experts. Since 1984, Carey's Auto Body has been your specialist. We handle the complete repair process to get you back on the road as quickly as possible. Carey's Auto Body works carefully with your insurance company to repair your vehicle to before accident condition. Carey's Auto Body, 1101 South Main in Colville. Log on to careysautobody.com or call 509 684 2580 one thing that I don't want to see happen everybody be on your best behavior on Monday signs horn honking waving gonna be fabulous but don't take it too far um Earlier this week, a political activist, he has been charged with assault, a variety of other charges, too, on the attack of a state senator, uh, Mark Schessler, down at Ritzville. Um, Apparently, a 71-year-old, Glenn Stockwell of Ritzville, uh, arrested. He's been released. He posted $2,500 bond. he used his pickup truck to block a semi-truck being driven by the senator in Ritzville. He demanded the senator exit the semi. He did not. Stockwell then opened the door of the truck, tried to grab him by the jacket. Let's not have any of that come Monday. We may not like the orders from rural resources. We may not like the orders of the governor or the federal government, but keep it peaceful. We all still need to get along. Those that are, you know, very pro-vaccine, we still ought to all live together. So let's keep it uh, keep it civil on Monday, but uh, make your point. All right, one one more news uh, piece before before we call it good for noon here. Seattle Public School Public Schools they've been under a lot of pressure, a lot of a lot of things going on. A Seattle school elementary school has canceled their Halloween parade. Apparently The opinion is that Halloween parades marginalize students of color. So this determination by the elementary school's race and equity team, so they canceled the Halloween parade. And instead now they are going to have the pumpkin parade which apparently the pumpkin parade will be more inclusive and educational. They'll hold it during the school day. 
District officials and the principal of that school not wanting to answer any questions about it, but uh, God, this is the first time that I've ever heard of marginalizing students of color by having a Halloween parade. But that's what's going on in Seattle. Vogel Pump and Supply is more than just well drilling pumps and fittings. It's people, people with the experience, tools, and capabilities to truly provide customer service at every level, in the store or out in the field, with fast, friendly, trained, competent people with your best interests at heart. And they are the water professionals that can solve your toughest water problems. Put Fogel Pump and Supply to work for you today. Call 684-2569 or check out FogelPump.com. Now open in Deer Park, open 8 to 5.30, Monday through Friday, Saturdays, 8 until 1. The Seattle Kraken, they held off the Nashville Predators 4-3 last night. First victory for that expansion franchise. The Pittsburgh Steelers going to try and prove their offensive breakout against Denver wasn't a fluke when they host Seattle. The Steelers put together their most complete game of the season by beating the Broncos. Well... Russell Wilson won't be in the game. Geno Smith will make his first start since 2017 when filling in for Wilson. Both teams come into the game with a 2-3 and three record. Number 9 ranked Oregon has a chance to regroup with a bye week after a loss to Stanford. They'll host Cal on Friday night next week in Eugene. Colville Girls Volleyball, they traveled down to Lakeside last night. We had those, uh, that match on KCVL. Uh, Lakeside took game one, 23-15. Colville came back winning 25-22 game two. Lakeside then uh, went on game three, 25-5. Game four, 25-11. Tonight, Colville Football. Should be good. Colville hosting Deer Park. Kickoff at 7. Earl Adams will have that on KCVL. A look at today's local weather forecast brought to you by Colville Auto Repair. For 42 years, they've provided complete automotive repair service for all makes. They are your local Napa Auto Care Center. Give them a call, 684-3581, or make an appointment. You can see them at 505 South Main. An afternoon high around 53 degrees. I don't know if we'll even get that high today. A little bit, uh, still a chance of some rain, light rain tonight. 31 and overnight low, 63 Saturday. On Sunday, expecting a high again of 63, mostly cloudy. Should clear off, be nice sunny sky on Monday, 59 for a high, 61 on Tuesday and Wednesday, possibility of rain showers Wednesday and Thursday. Don't forget, Colville Auto Repair, they specialize in expert Dodge diesel repair and maintenance. Call 684-3581, find out more, just stop in down at the shop at 505 South Main calm no not much of any wind we we've got the leaves rustling a little bit little breeze out of the south 